And I could very clearly feel like someone had sat down on the bed next to me. My one sister, Teresa, come literally floating down the stairs. She never touched those stairs coming down. One night we went downstairs, we heard a bang like something had fallen. Several doors in the kitchen cabinets were open, like wide open. But there's very distinct audio on one of the uh, videos that says, open the door. Very nasty, demonic sounding voice. So that is my ghost story. Hi, and welcome to Haunted AF. This is the podcast of real ghost stories told by real people. We are your hosts. I'm Julie Fisk. I'm Rebecca Black. Still taping by satellite, but uh, yep. I think we're kind of getting in a flow. I think we're getting a little used to doing this. Mm-hmm. And it's definitely getting better. <laughs> and we have introduced the new Zoom minisodes, which are so much fun. It really was. I was so glad to just see your face. <laughs> Same here. That's what I feel like we need to do those every single week. And we've already had a couple of people who are like, well, I want to do a Zoom minisode. So, okay. um, yeah, Shadow Lemaire. <laughs> our witch we uh-huh. need, we need to send a shout out to shadow because we had someone else who was having all kinds of issues in their house and uh, they were getting really freaked out especially with the quarantine and they kept sending us mm-hmm. questions like what do i do about this i'm like i don't know so shadow reached out and was like hey dm me let's talk and she actually walked him through it so oh wow that's awesome tell him what we've got going on online right now so if you drop on by hauntedaf.com you can find t-shirts sweatshirts for sale we've even got stickers now too which by the way we have had somebody post one of our stickers that they just bought so that was really exciting yeah and the stickers are really cute and they're actually selling like crazy right now so thank you that was your idea and I just saw we had a review on iTunes that said hey why don't you guys sell stickers and that was a brilliant idea people are actually buying these asking you shall receive so if you put it out there in the world for us to see like we might actually do it and of course like I said earlier you can find all of that at hauntedaf.com which shout out to Kelly who just bought our red t-shirt and that's the one that doesn't actually have haunted AF on it just has our protection symbols to ward off all the evil and it's a and great then, shirt yeah it's super cute also you want to follow us on YouTube because we put a whole bunch of stuff there including our Zoom mini show that we just talked about and I think we're planning on putting more of those here in the weeks to come yeah because you know we're at home too we're bored yeah and I don't think people realize that we have been posting stuff on YouTube I mean since we started over a year ago so we've got lots of great video and just fun things that people have sent to us also if you have cool video to share with us please, please. send because yeah, we can use it in the Zoom. We can use it on YouTube. It's just a fun way to share the freaky stuff that's happening in your house right now. Oh, and I also wanted to address one of the comments on iTunes. Uh-huh. They were saying that they don't like the fact that we bleep when we swear. Um, uh... Which, yeah, I was just about to say shit. So <laughs> the reason we do this, um, and we have a lot of people who listen with their kids. And yeah. I always think this is the type of podcast like I would listen with my kids. We've always For done sure. ghosty stuff and ghost stories together. But then we also speak like adults. I'm like, well, this is the easiest way for us to just talk like ourselves, but then mm-hmm. make sure it's okay for everybody. They didn't like the sound that we're using, just that little bleep sound. So I'm going to see if I can find another one, something a little it's less a- abrasive. So Let's- weirdly enough, I don't like to swear because my mom, she doesn't like it when I say bad words. So I don't like to put the swear words out there. So I prefer them to be bleep. Is that like an old lady way of thinking? No, not at all. I mean, your mom listens. She doesn't like I the don't... AF in our name. No, I know. And I don't want to do anything that's going to disappoint my parents so like I'm sticking to that I'm sorry no don't don't apologize all right let's go ahead and jump into it this is an email or a a voice memo that we got from Julia hello my name is Julia I live in Germany grew up in Germany and in the United States but have been in Germany for 20 years I found your podcast about 
three weeks ago and I have been binging the crap out of it. It scares me so bad that when I wake up at night to go to the bathroom, I just don't go. I just lay in bed and hold it because I'm so freaked out. I have always had paranormal experiences because my mother was was and is very open to it. So I have played Ouija board. We've tried all kinds of different things like making the pencil roll by itself off the table or pendling or whatever. One of the things that freaks me out the most is dolls, clowns, and magicians. I don't like any of them, but I also have a podcast where I talk about those things and make fun of them, so I wouldn't be surprised if one of these days a doll comes out and kills me. As far as my paranormal experiences go, they're different. I have several because it doesn't really scare me and I've had it happen since I was 11 years old, so it doesn't really bother me as much. Uh, one of the major ones I had was a couple of years ago, I was sitting in my living room and I saw a little boy run past my doorway. He had on a red little jacket and shorts and short brown hair and I heard him laughing. And he ran past again and I said, I see you. And he laughed and he was gone. And I told my family about it and they thought I was crazy because they hate it when I tell them things like this. I tell them a story and they go, stop, 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 stop. I don't want to hear it because it freaks them out. But I think it's funny. So a couple of months later, we were at my house and we were having a Christmas cookie bake off. I had all my friends over. Everybody was doing a different recipe. And my friend comes in and she says, something just ran into the bathroom. And I said, was it a little boy with a red jacket on? And she said, yes. And I said, oh, yeah, he's been here before. And I was really happy about it because, it, you know, when you're the only one that sees things, sometimes people think you're crazy. So after I saw her face and she was freaked out, I felt pretty good about it. So I haven't seen him since, but I do have people walking up and down the stairs. Something knocks on my bedroom door every night. You hear different things in the house, you know, just regular stuff. The other one was I used to work for the PX, which is a store that is on military bases. And here in Mannheim, where I worked at, there was a lot of action in World War II, the Americans eventually came in and took over and stayed for 30 years, which was awesome because that's how I ended up being born. But there's a lot of dead soldiers that were there, German and American. So one morning, we started at 6 o'clock in the morning, so there wasn't a lot going on. My colleague and I are standing in an aisle and the way it was set up was there was aisle, 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 and then a long aisle on the end where you could walk through the whole store and then turn into the aisle that you needed to go to. So we're standing in the aisle, and we're talking, and out of the corner of our eye, we see a soldier in full, you know, uniform, helmet, rifle, walk past the shelf. And I looked at her, and she looked at me, and she said, please tell me you just saw that. And I said, yep, I did. And we were so happy that the other person had seen it, because that's the kind of stuff where people think you're, you know, nuts. But there was a lot of soldiers that you saw there. There was a lot of soldiers walking around, patrolling, and I'm not talking about the real ones. I'm talking about the ghost soldiers. And because we were there so early in the morning, in the wintertime, it was dark. You didn't see them in the daylight, but you saw them walking around all the time on post. And especially around where the PX is, because that's where a major battle took place. But anyway, 
like I said, I've always had experiences and they don't really bother me. But the stuff people talk about on your podcast freaks me out. So keep them coming. I'm really excited. And if you want any more stories, I'll be happy to send them to you. Bye bye. First of all, so many things. Julia, yes, we want more of your stories. It doesn't her voice. Are you watching Ozark at all? Yes, I just finished season three. Doesn't her voice remind you just a little bit of Ruth? Just the tiniest, oh, yeah. like if she started cussing uncontrolled, it wouldn't surprise me at all. Yes. Um, also, when she mentions the little boy in the red jacket, do we all see Georgie from It? Yes. Oh, my gosh. I was totally thinking that. Okay. We'll be right back. Bloody FM presents Hometown Ghost Stories, a paranormal podcast that investigates a new town every week, bringing you all the hauntings from haunted houses to castles, bridges to asylums, wandering spirits to demons. Over 100 episodes covering different towns all over the world. Tune in to Hometown Ghost Stories live on YouTube every Tuesday night at 9 p.m. Eastern or on any podcast platform and find out if your hometown is haunted. As she said at the beginning, she has a podcast about like haunted dolls and scary stuff. Julia, what is the name of your podcast? Right. Yeah. Why would you not give yourself a shout out, girl? Come on. And please send more stories. I was like just giddy yesterday when I got her email. I actually like grabbed my daughters and made them listen to portions of it. Just the <laughs> idea of working on a base where there was like World War II activity and seeing like ghosty soldiers walking yes. around. How beautiful Ooh. is that? Okay. I know. And then she says that, that they only come out like in the early morning and when it's still dark outside, which is creepy AF. So scary. I love it. I love it. Okay. So uh, we also got an email from Kristen. She says, short but sweet. My grandmother passed away on Thursday, ongoing heart issues. While talking to my grandpa on Saturday, he told me that grandma had woken him up around 2.30 a.m. that morning to let him know that they had a baby girl. Well, actually, Saturday was my aunt's birthday birthday and she's their youngest. We both believe that grandma was making sure he knew what day it was so he would remember and you know how all of your days start to run together after you lose a loved one. I love that story. Yeah, I know. That's so sweet. Oh, and she says, many thanks for your podcast. It keeps me entertained while at work. Hope you both stay healthy, sane, and safe at home. And I gotta say, we're getting so many emails right now from people who are talking about, I'm staying home alone and I'm listening to your podcast. And (laughs) that's just, it blows my mind to think about people all over the world just like sitting alone in their kitchen listening to the podcast. I know that's awesome and yet kind of creepy at the same time because I don't want to freak people out who are by themselves. Oh, I do. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, oh, I do. Let's torture them while they're in self-isolation. Isn't that the point? Okay, so we got a story from Bruce and uh, his story actually comes from a ghost group that he's been following. So me and my girlfriend moved into our current apartment about six months ago. There's been a lot of weird stuff happening ever since then clawing and rattling from wardrobes, piano playing on its own, shadows moving objects. So basically everything terrifying is happening in this apartment. But the thing I'd like to focus on is our kitchen window. It's in the front of the building on the first floor. And we've heard knocking on that window since we first moved in. It's always three fast knocks on the glass. So tap, tap, tap. The apartment is not on the ground level. So you could not reach the window even if you tried. Not to mention there's all these tall bushes underneath it. So it's almost impossible for someone to reach up and knock. In fact, you'd actually need to put a ladder in the bushes to get up in there. So these knocks, they've been happening since day one. It doesn't matter where we are. We could be watching a movie in the living room or just standing next to the window and tap, 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 three knocks. Now here comes the weird part. For the last few days, we found the window open. 
just a few inches, but open nonetheless. And the thing is, we never open it. It's never been opened. So, of course, we shut it as soon as we see that it's open. Anyway, the reason I'm writing this, I was cooking while my girlfriend was at work. And all of a sudden, I feel this cold breeze coming from behind me. And no, I wasn't surprised to see the window open. But here's the thing. I didn't hear anything. It opened right behind me without a single sound. Any thoughts on what this might be? Thanks. I have no idea what that could possibly be. However, it does go along with a note that we got from Jordan at hauntedaf.com. She says, hey, wanted to tell you guys a couple of things I've heard repeatedly about ghost lore. I've heard you guys repeatedly ask what's with the three thing when it comes to knocks and scratches. I've always heard that when they come in three, it's a common sign of demons. Don't know how true it is, obviously, but I've always heard that three events is mocking of the Holy Trinity. So if you hear one or two, it's just a dick of a ghost. But if you hear three, it's a demon and run. The other thing is that evil spirits, especially demons, will hide themselves as a friendlier face so you're not scared. And the reason for that is because demons supposedly need permission to enter your life. So be careful because it might look or sound like an innocent child, but that does not mean it is an innocent child. By the way, the ghost doll stories freak me out for that reason, especially. And the woman inviting the ghost doll into her life has no idea who that spirit really is. Only what it wants her to think. Great point. That is what we have been saying this whole time. So get rid of the dolls, people, and maybe ask a whole lot of questions before you trust uh, your granny ghost. Okay, we got an email from Catherine. She says, hello, ghostlings. (laughs) Found your very fun podcast through Answers with Joe and it has been getting me through this quarantine. Thank you for being all of our ghosty long distance BFFs. Much love. And then she writes something in Danish. I'm not even going to try to say it. That's from Catherine (laughs) in Denmark. She says, P.S. I was so moved by the staircase in the woods story that I had to draw it. It's a below we will share that also Yay! fyi in danish your last name fisk means fish and actually the only fist fight that my husband has ever been in was in elementary school when a kid started calling him fish <laughs> so just heads up warning there what a mean insult to give a kid you fish fish okay so here's her story it seems that everyone has at least one personal paranormal experience in their lives even rational people I've always found that fascinating and would like to share my experience with you. Like any true story, it's probably underwhelming. I do feel it's important to preface it by saying that I'm a strict rationalist. I don't believe in anything spiritual. Even with this story, I'm sure there's a rational explanation that I haven't thought of yet, but it still makes a good story. My parents have a big old house that was built in the 1920s. It was a lovely, rickety place full of character to grow up in, and I had never had any other strange experiences there besides this one event. One night when I was in high school, I was coming home very late from a cast party after one of our school shows. I wasn't drunk or high, just exhausted. I slumped on the couch to watch some late night TV and try to wind down. I began to doze on the couch when I woke up abruptly to the smell of cigarette smoke. No one in the house smokes and certainly no one would smoke inside. But it was a hot May evening and I thought maybe my parents had left one of the windows open. We lived in the city with small yards and houses very close together. I assumed maybe a neighbor was smoking in the side yard and it was drifting in. I was fully awake and got up to close whatever window was open, thought nothing of it. The windows were all closed, though. The fluorescent ceiling light was on in the kitchen, and the reflection of the entire room could be seen clearly in the large pane of glass. I turned around, gathering my things to go to bed, and I glanced towards the window and saw the clear reflection of the kitchen. There was a woman sitting in my kitchen, smoking a cigarette with a red plastic ashtray. We have no chair in the kitchen and no ashtray. She was very clear in the reflection. She had whiter skin than I'd ever seen with sunken cheeks and hollow eyes. She looked emaciated and had long stringy black hair with a thinning hairline. Her huge white t-shirt was grungy and her hair was held back with an equally grungy white scrunchie. I was terrified, but I couldn't stop looking and I had the sensation that she was glaring right at me. 
My first thought was, oh God, there's an intruder in my house because she wasn't transparent or floating or anything like that. She looked as solid as the kitchen table. But when I saw what she looked like, I realized no living person could look so strange. This is the first time I ever truly felt hair raising on the back of my neck. Before that, I thought it was an exaggeration or turn of phrase. It's not. It's definitely not. I stepped away and closed my eyes thinking, okay, I'm going to look in the window and it won't be there. It really can't be there. I looked again. She was still there in the reflection. I, I couldn't bring myself to turn around and look into the kitchen and ran back into the living room, balled up on the couch and stayed there all night, eventually sleeping. I didn't have the guts to pass through the kitchen and go upstairs. So just think about that. She would have had to go through that kitchen to get to her bedroom. Uh-huh. So she just stayed uh-huh. on the sofa all night. Later, I found uh-huh. out that before my parents moved into the house, a lady lived there by herself. She fell asleep on the couch one night with a cigarette in her hand. There was a bad fire. I have no idea what happened to her. The house was repaired with no trace of damage and my parents made it their home. So she does not know that like the lady died in the house there or anything. Right. But she thinks that maybe that's who she saw in the window. Check on that. I think the lady died by her own cigarette. Okay, so Catherine, we know you're listening. (laughs) Yeah. See if you can find out, get any information about whether or not she actually died in that fire. This one is from Samantha. She says, I just started dating this guy. We've been together for a few months and I decided it was safe to stay the night with him. Things transpired. A wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Get my drift, you know what I mean? And in the middle of the night, I felt what I could only describe as something grazing my leg. I chalked it up to a breeze, but then it happened again. And this time I paused to see if I should close the window or something, only to realize the windows and doors were closed. I started freaking out, but my boyfriend brushed it off, said it was nothing. He didn't seem bothered by it, which was able to calm me down a little bit. So the next day while we were eating breakfast, he confessed, totally lied to me the night before because he was afraid I would leave. He told me that he thought maybe his apartment was haunted because he often felt like something was watching him or was in the room with him. Okay, girl, run, break up with him now, which uh, Samantha actually took that advice. They were only together for a few more months before they broke up. And the good news is that nothing happened after that. So yay. Okay, and Rebecca, I've been so excited to share this story with you. Are you ready? Yes. I call this my glitch in the matrix story because I don't know how else to describe it. Several years ago, my family and I moved to Georgia and uh, my daughter started preschool at um, a church near our house. And I would pick her up in the afternoons and of course traffic getting out of the preschool onto the main road would be a nightmare. So I learned pretty quickly to take an alternate route to and from school that kind of wove through some neighborhoods and got me home faster and I didn't have to sit at a bunch of red lights and stuff like that. So the uh, route took us through kind of a trailer park. So one afternoon I picked her up at school and I turned down the road that I always turn down. Nothing unusual. My four-year-old is in the back seat. We're driving down this road and the road, the road that I turned down is kind of a long road and it curves around before it finally comes to a stop sign. And when I got to that stop sign, I would take a right. So I'm driving down this road and I get to the stop sign and there is no right-hand turn. You can only turn left. And I stopped for a minute and I'm looking around and I'm like, did I accidentally make a wrong turn somewhere? Did I turn off of this long main road that I turned down? What was going on? Normally there's a right-hand turn, but where that turn would be, there are woods. (laughs) And the only way, like I said, the only way you can turn is turn left. So I sit there for a minute and I realize my daughter's in the back seat and something very strange is going on. So I decide to turn left and hope that I can turn around in somebody's driveway. 
So I make the left hand turn and I drive a little ways up the road and it ends in a like a cul-de-sac. So I start to turn around in the cul-de-sac and as I'm turning around this other car that's like probably an older model Honda or a Nissan and it's black has made that left hand turn as well and there's a man driving it and as I'm passing him our eyes kind of meet and it's very clear from the look in his eyes that he has no idea what is going on either. Like he finds this situation as strange as I do. So I go back to the stop sign. There are still woods. And I turn back onto that main road that I had originally driven down. And I have two choices. I can go all the way back up to the top of this road and take the alternate route home that's got more traffic. Or (laughs) I can go all the way back up this road and I can come back down and see if I've lost my ever-loving mind. So Mm -hmm. I start driving back up the road thinking, well, I'm going to see if I could have accidentally turned off this. Like if I just, you know how it is. Sometimes you're driving and you've driven a route so often you're kind of not paying attention to what you're doing. Maybe I turned off of the road somewhere. So I go all the way back up to the top of the road and I turn around And I drive all the way back down the road, back down to the stop sign. And when I get there, lo and behold, my right hand turn is there. Right where it was, but has always been, I don't know what happened. I take the right hand turn. I continue on my way home. It's completely uneventful at that point. It was so weird. I drove that route almost daily for the next year and a half while my daughter was in preschool and I never experienced it again every so often just to have curiosity I'll go drive that route to see if it happens again and it has never happened again it was super weird I tell my friends about it and they think I've lost my mind and I'm like it was a glitch in the matrix I don't know what happened to that poor guy that I passed who clearly thought that this situation was just as weird as I did so that's my glitch in the matrix story I love your podcast so thankful for Ghosts in the Burbs and Liz Sauer for turning me on to it have a great day ladies um I want that to happen to me like so bad what <laughs> that's so so cool. Okay, so Samantha, I talked to Samantha after this, and she actually just went back down this road with some friends recently. And so uh-huh. she said she was never off that main road, you know? Right. But she actually drew a little map for me so I could totally see everything that was going on. And it truly doesn't make sense. It sounds like a video game, like where you get and you haven't like unlocked this level yet. Does that make sense? Yes! That's what it sounds like. (laughs) It's totally a glitch in the matrix. She said that this last time that they went, they went ahead and turned left just to see if Uh they could find that cul-de-sac again. Now they can't find the cul-de-sac. She turned left and was a totally different road. I wish we could find that guy that she encountered when she was driving through there. The guy that she made eye contact with. Yeah, that would be amazing because I want to hear his side of the story too. I mean, it sounds like he was experiencing the same thing. And I feel like there are more. In fact, I posted a little thing about it on Twitter yesterday like we have a glitch in the matrix story and somebody Uh said oh yeah glitches in the matrix are really happening a lot right now and I'm like really well tell me more so I don't know if I would consider this a glitch in the matrix but maybe it's kind of along the same lines like I have a girlfriend who has a story where she's like missing time really it was like the old school days of the post office where you had to go pick up your mail and the main door was unlocked but then you had like a little security entrance to get in to get your mail Uh and she said while she was in there she grabbed her mail and when she came outside the door there was like a guy with a chain like waiting to attack her and her car was on the other side and she said the next thing she knows 
she's looking at him from the other side, getting into her car, and they're both completely confused as to what happened. Like, she has no idea how she got from the entrance of the post office to her car to bypass him and stay safe. What? Yeah, is that not freaky? Why haven't you told us the story? We need to get her on. That's an incredible story. Because I never thought about it until the glitch in the Matrix thing. Like, I've never thought about it as being, I mean, how do you account for that? You have no idea how you got on the other side of something bad about to happen? That's crazy. I Literally, I've got chills all over. So we need your glitch in the Matrix stories, too. Of course, we need your ghost stories. Yeah, the well is drier than dry right now. Yeah. We need stories. So ghost stories, Bigfoot, UFO, and glitch in the matrix stories, man. We need more of these because that's fantastic. Give yeah. them the email address. That's hauntedafpodcast at gmail.com. Again, hauntedafpodcast at gmail.com. And hey, you know what? If you send us a video or something, we might use it in our next Zoom mini-sode. Yeah, and we're posting that stuff on YouTube as well. So send it all and we will share it on the next Haunted AF. <laughs> all right, guys, don't forget to subscribe to iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, whatever your platform is that you love listening to. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Reddit, or you can chat with us directly on our brand new website, hauntedaf.com. Gotta say thanks to Andrew Mamaliga for our theme song and to On Air Media for titles and technical support. And of course, we gotta thank you, the listeners. Thanks for listening. By the way, Julie, if I die first, I'm coming back to haunt you. Aw, come back to haunt you too, Rebecca. Aww.